Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the right left chronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins. Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, Episode 73. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews, joined in the Springfield studio today with the beautiful and talented Jennifer Flowers. Hi, ladies. Hi there. Hi, how are you doing? Good. Good. How are you guys doing? I hear you got a storm. Little, just yeah. a little one. Just got a little ice again. A little bit of ice, but it's gone. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it had me binge watching for the first time TV yesterday. I binge watched <laughs> Sign Sealed Delivered. Have you ever seen that? No. It's I the most either. vanilla thing you've ever seen in your life, but it's cute. Well, I saw one last week called Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Highly recommend that movie. Oh, I've got to see that. I got won a lot of awards. Yeah, yeah it's a terrific yes. movie. Yeah, I have got I to see, see that. that as I keep well. forgetting. And oh. it's about strong women. Yeah, <laughs> we got strong women here in the mid south. In the south, that's why I recommend the movie to you guys. It, we'll it's kick your ass, movie. I tell you. <laughs> and that's what the movie's kind of about—kicking ass. Yeah, I mean, you know, Hollywood think they just now invented all of this stuff, you know, with the Me Too movement, and I'm all for them. But we've been doing it out here for a long time. Because, we learned how to take care and, of ourselves and, and when because, we're five. Absolutely. And because it's Hollywood and it's the trend out there now, then it's getting so much uh, notoriety and so much legitimacy. It, it just amazes me. I know. Because like I know. you said, this stuff's been going on a very, very, very long time, forever. Absolutely. Yeah, you learn real fast here how to take care of yourself, uh-huh. preferably before there's a problem. Well, yes, because you know, I grew up in uh, in the entertainment business, was a news reporter, and when women weren't welcomed into the newsroom, and I was treated very badly quite often, and there were, I had no recourse. Would you call it sexual harassment, or oh, would it, you call it just it was pig of a man? Both. Okay. Sexual harassment and uh, just harassment. Yeah. Just see if we can because break you her. See if we you, can run You were her off. breaking into the Billy's Club. Yeah. We, the uh, anchor, Roy Mitchell, who has passed since, uh, this is in Little Rock, NBC affiliate, mm-hmm. K-A-R-K. He said to the president of the station, I was his idea because they had started doing the co-anchor thing. Yeah. And uh, he wanted me to train as a co-anchor and be a news reporter in the interim and so on. And Roy Mitchell said, I'm not going to co-anchor with a, wa- a man, much less a woman. <laughs> and David Jones called me in bef- to hire me and said, but I want to let you know what you're in for. This is not going to be easy for you. Yeah. He said, when I asked Gary Long, who was the news director at that time, uh, it, you know, what he thought about you, he said, well, she's a pretty girl with big <laughs> I said, well, he's right about a couple things. <laughs> But there's more to it than that, right? And and David said, David Jones said, well, yes, you do. And he said, you know, we're going to do this if you're willing. He said, I just want you to know it's not going to be easy. And it wasn't. Absolutely. It was tough. 
and and there is a fine line you know today we're we've got a little valentine special here and i i tried to think about it all weekend we're walking this narrow path to eliminating romance we need to be safe we need to not have people harassing but we need to not give up romance Absolutely not. And when you say we, I think that it pertains more to men. Now, not that women don't do some of their own harassment, but that's in the minority, let's face it. Yeah, it is. Uh, It's the men that I think are going to get so paranoid and afraid. And it's going to be the good ones are going to be paranoid. Yeah, and they're not not great at romance. No no offense, Connor. They're not great at romance anyway. (laughs) Well, exactly. Most of them. Exactly. Some are, but most of them. And if they are, they're probably gay. They're probably closet gay. Yeah. And, and you know, the, the ones that <laughs> really know how to dress and be romantic and have their fingernails done. Like I said, they're probably gay. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So it is, it is, it is kind of, it's, I find it to be a very scary time in that respect. It, it is. And I, I really don't want us to give up romance. I mean, sex no. is sex. I mean, it sounds like they're going to give that up, too. I don't know, but I'm just thinking about romance. Maybe it's my age. You know, what is your idea of romance, Connor? Tell us. Yeah. Uh, I'm terrified to say nowadays, tell you the truth. I mean, you can't even flirt with anybody anymore without, uh, you know, worrying about something coming out somewhere. You know, how about uh, how about in a relationship, though? Yeah. How do how, how are you romantic? How am I romantic? Um, mm-hmm. Usually surprise them with something I've remembered from what they've said two or three months ago. That's great. That is good. That's and I will say, good. a guy that remembers, uh-huh. listens, and uh-huh. talks back, you can't get much sexier than that. Yeah, that's real sexy, Connor. That's why I'm just listening today. Keep, keep that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got you involved today. I didn't, I didn't prompt you on that. We got you no. involved. You're our guy, Okay. Uh-oh. Well, it, it's a very important from a man's perspective because you can't really have any kind of romance unless you have two. That's exactly well, right. Well, at least two. At least two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Jennifer, what about you? What's romantic? Well, what Connor said, for I think that's excellent. Oh, I think that's remember, an excellent choice, you know, too. Things that I've, I've talked about that, and it could be just small things, uh, changes I'd like to see happen or you know, take out the garbage uh, every Friday. Or uh, now, my ex-husband would quite often just bring me a rose. Right, that's nice. There was, yeah, he yeah. he did some very nice things. Unfortunately, those didn't outweigh the yeah, bad, well, yeah. or would still be married. But he would do things like that. And we had uh, we had little characters that we did with each other with our voices, and we oh. had names for these characters. Oh, fun! And we did that quite often. And that was fun, and that was romantic to us. Well, yeah, and I mean, everybody's different. Everybody's different, and and everyone should, in a relationship, should determine what their romance is and proceed. Well, and it changes with age. Yes. I was thinking yesterday, I was with my (laughs) guy, and I made these breakfast tacos. We had some, we were snowed in, you know, we had some Bloody Marys. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? It really doesn't get much better than this. That's nice. Yeah, probably at 30. I don't know if I would have thought it wasn't much better than this. I would have been like, get me out of here. Get this driveway cleared, you know. But, you know, yeah, it definitely it's not bad. change with age. But 
you know, if you're really enjoying that person's company, I think at any age, as I recall thinking back, would be great to be snowed in and yeah. just join these things that you like to do together. Exactly. Know, whatever your thing is. And, and be satisfied. Right. And of course, that's it's great to have somebody think you're great. I mean, whatever happened to that? You know, some of these harassment stories I'm hearing, actually, I would have taken as a compliment. <laughs> yeah. And my dad's. Because believe me, I don't for, take anything example, off of men. For example, what would you have taken as a compliment that's been out there? I don't know. Somebody said my dress was nice. I wouldn't have, you know, or would you like to have a drink? If I didn't want to there go, I'd say no. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's the, hey, baby, would you like to screw? Well, yeah. Or they touch me. I don't to touch you. Yeah. That to me is the harassment. Yeah. But giving a compliment. Finus, my ex, uh, had to go through training. He was with Prudential Securities for 25 years. Yeah. And at a point, they had training periodically. Sure, sure. As to what they could say or not say in the workplace to females. And they could not, after a point, compliment a woman like that. You look nice today. Yeah. That's right. My my aunt said about Penny, she said as much as 15 years ago, they said, don't pat somebody on the shoulder. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. I mean, right. I'm not. I'm not really into hugging everybody I work with, but I might pat someone on the back or sure, me too. Touch their arm, you know, or. Mm-hmm. But well, you know, we as we as women would have to be careful. We would of that just we as would. just as well as men do, because you know, complimenting a man's shoes or shirt or patting him on his body on his back. Yeah. But he could pat in his butt. That's off well, limits. Yeah, well, that's even better. <laughs> I like that. That really contract. might get us in trouble. Never, <laughs> nevertheless, <laughs> nevertheless, as we so digress, we over and get that uh, stapler just one more time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We think those things. We don't always say it, but no, we think. Them. I never have. I've had thoughts like when I see a good-looking man that's got a great ass. My thought is there is a God. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't say that, I admire it. Even though I tell my three sons that God perfected it with Eve. Mm-hmm. My gosh, I had them believing it when they were little. I could go on for hours <laughs> driving in the car and telling them, well, he screwed this up when he made me in, so he made it better here with Eve. I had to go back and backtrack. That's my hilarious. kids believed it so that much. So <laughs> I got a little carried away. I'm a storyteller after all. That is so cute. <laughs> I need to see their little eyes and listen to everything. Oh, they were. They would really get into that. <laughs> I would get into telling it. But, so... It's you kind of funny, audience, yeah. but I got I got three great kids. I kind of worry about my boys, mm-hmm. you I know, because I you want are. them to all. I mean, one of my sons is married, but I want my sons to meet people, have a great relationship, yeah, or sure. have romance, have a great mm-hmm. sex life, and I'm very worried about it. Yes, I can understand that. Now, it's as we boys. talk about this, we see all of this going on in the media mm-hmm. and in Hollywood, mm-hmm. but there's a dichotomy. The other day, uh, Wednesday, of course, is Valentine's Day. Fifty Shades of Freed hits the box office, okay? Mm -hmm. The post about that movie got the most likes of any post in history the other day. Really? Wow. Now, let me tell you, I don't know if you all have listened to Fifty Shades or watched it or read it or whatever you did. When you talk about Me Too and Fifty Shades... 
you're talking about opposite ends of the spectrum. It is one of the best selling books of all time. I, I haven't read the book and I've I've seen the, the, the first movie based on the book. I haven't seen them ever. Yeah, and but you know they were two willing participants. They were two willing participants, but in a lot of these situations, they've been willing. You know, uh, I, one of them that's I think of true. is Bill O'Reilly and Lee Wheel. Uh -huh. They had a thirteen-year relationship. Mm -hmm. Thirteen years later, she decides, well, had a power position over me, mm -hmm. so I want some money. To me, that's blackmail. She I gets agree. thirty-two million though. That's yeah. a lot of jack. <laughs> Dead gum. <laughs> it's amazing. Wow. No, you know, so I'll, I'll, that certainly isn't right. It that's isn't right. I mean, right. you can't be in a relationship that long and go, oh, gee, I, you know, I didn't want to do that, really. Well, it, you know, <sighs> it, since, you're, since we're talking about that, in my situation, when I came public about right. my relationship, it was because the story with Bill Clinton, with Bill Clinton, the story had already broken. Right. Okay? Right. It, it was already. Yeah. Out you didn't there. kiss and tell. First. I would have never told. Yeah, uh, but I felt like and was in, was encouraged and influenced to tell it my way. And I very naively thought if I did, that then that's all. Everybody would leave me alone, <laughs> which obviously didn't happen that way. But but there is a real big misconception of that, and I always like to make that point when I get the opportunity. I would have never talked about that relationship to anyone unless it would have been someone I could trust. Right. Uh, Never would I have done that. And this, I can't imagine this, anybody thinking you would have. Well, but I bet they did. It's just like the entertainment business. But see, I met you. I kind of watched it. I kind of knew about the Clintons. Mm -hmm. And I never once believed that. You're informed. So many people, and I, I'm not going to be critical of a lot of people because they have their lives, their kids, their routines, their jobs. They don't take the time to get informed for the reason of getting be exhausted, being too busy or lazy. And they'll take what, see the Clintons, and I don't certainly want to get off on this subject, but they were a huge power, they had a huge power structure that was extremely effective. They still do. came down on my head so fast. I describe it like being on a bull ride without a book of instructions. What the hell do I do next? And getting hit upside the head constantly. So I just had to do the best I could. Made some bad choices. Uh, but I was just trying to survive. Absolutely. Uh, and, but a lot of folks ain't going, no, she did like this gal you're talking about. Yeah. You know, she had that, saw the opportunity to make some money. Well, let me tell you. There's not enough money to justify no. what I've But a lot of people think you got money. Uh, I have made some money. You damn straight. Well, because I, I mean did, that I you couldn't. got paid for Bill Clinton. Oh, no. You know, well, every time. Do you know how many times since we've done the first interview? Yeah. Oh, we lost you there. We're back yeah. now, though. What what timing Jennifer was that? Jennifer yeah, what, what, what did you just say, Grace? That's I said Jennifer mentioned the Clintons. Yeah, that's, that's what. First yeah. time that's ever happened to us. We're on what episode seventy two, seventy three, seventy three. Uh well, I would tell you that uh, I wouldn't doubt it. Honestly, I don't know how they could intercept something like this, but I'm sure they can. Oh, yeah. Uh, but a, a funny story about something like that. I'm in Dallas. This is about 1992. Now, I clearly could tell that my phones were being tapped because there was this clicking. Back then, you know, the 
the uh, cell phones were as big as brick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't something that you just carried around all the time. I did have one, but I avoided to carry it unless I was taking a trip or something for an sure. emergency. And so I used my landline all the time. I had a, a very dear friend who has since passed away, my best friend in the world. I miss her so much. I have to tell you a story about this ring oh, she gave me. Yeah. We were talking on the phone. And it was just clicking, clicking, clicking away. And she said, what is all that clicking? And it didn't start at the beginning when I moved in there. It started a while later. And I said, well, I don't really know, but I think probably the phone's being tapped. She said, really? You really think it's being tapped? I said, yeah, I think it is. And I said, but I can tell them, whomever's listening, that Bill Clinton still has a small <laughs> well, the phone had kind of, the tapping had sort of subsided. And when I said that, it went click, 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 click. <laughs> and we both just started, started laughing. laughing. Oh, my and gosh. I said, so I, she said, well, what are you going to do? I said, well, nothing. There's nothing I can do. I just don't ever say anything on this phone that I care that people know. Exactly. Uh, that was my world. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, yeah. Okay, Bill, stop it. <laughs> so, so back to our romance romance it's valentine's day do you like valentine's day connor uh not particularly i've always had a relationship Fine. my entire life uh since i was a teen i've always been in a relationship until like the last four or five years so i'm kind of enjoying my freedom <laughs> well and, and valentine's is kind of a day when it makes you feel like you should be or you should do something. My boys like hate Christmas. it. You know, Christmas is nice to be in a relationship. Nope, nope, don't get that feeling. <laughs> no, well, me either. <laughs> but I never liked a big to-do. I didn't want to go out to dinner because it's so crowded. Yeah. But yeah. cooking a little dinner at home, yeah, having a nice bottle of wine with some candles and a rose, something sweet and some sweet talk. Chocolate. Ooh, babies. I do like that I like chocolate. When I was oh, younger, I was like, oh my God. don't get me the chocolate. No, <laughs> like, I, forget the other stuff. I want chocolate. Yeah, that's, that's my idea. Of that really sounds a lot family. better than going out for dinner and going dancing or something on a Tuesday. Or well, a Connor, come, come on up, baby. <laughs> I got a, I got a really good bottle of wine. All right. <laughs> I can show you the lake. Deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she lives on the lake. All right. It's beautiful out there. I don't know that. Well, uh -huh. you're going to have to send us some pictures. I will. I'll do that. I, I don't have any fancy cameras. I'll just have to do it on my phone. Yeah, that's fine. But I that's okay. That. Yeah. Those darn phones are getting to the point they take pretty good they pictures. They do take good pictures. I mean, they're not the same as a professional, but, uh, you know, they're, they're pretty great pictures. They really are. I'm you amazed. Know. What's your idea of, of, of a perfect Valentine's Day and evening? Basically right? what you said. Uh -huh. I, I rarely go out when I'm supposed to anyway. You know, like New Year's Eve, Eve no -no. I don't usually go out. I mean, it's kind of like all the novices go out. Yeah, but amateurs. yeah, every Friday night, I'm in my favorite hangout at happy hour. Fun. So, I mean, you know, it's just... But I do. I like dinner. I like cooking. I love a man that cooks. Me too. I like to do something you don't ordinarily do. Mm -hmm. Me too. And it can be the tiniest thing. I don't necessarily like to pretend it's a day not happening. 
Well, good luck on that. You know what I'm saying? I really want it to be recognized, but you don't really have to buy anything or just, you know. Now, one time I put together a, a, a basket and I put in it, I had the champagne, two champagne glasses with chocolate kisses in the glasses. And then I had all these lotions and bath salts and bubble baths. That's great. Because part of the evening was to get in a big tub. Yeah. And have fun. Uh, so that I did that one year for. That's a great idea. And I, I kind of like ethnic foods where you have an mm-hmm. evening where you might put on an outfit that's from India. That sounds like fun. And you make Indian food. That's great. You know, I, I, I like that's doing those things. That's a great idea. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times on Saturday night, I will do something like that. Not necessarily dress up like, you know, the maid or something. But oh, I do. I just kind of like. <laughs> I'm sure you do. You yeah. dress up like the maid. I'm not oh, quite yeah, that creative. But, you know, <laughs> it, it's fun. And I like music. Oh, well, you know I do. It's I mean, music is. What what music is your ideal for? for well, you know, I'm kind of a pop 70s person. Well, I like Gene. I would say Gino Vanelli. Oh yeah, I yeah, love Gino. Yeah. Uh, the uh, this agent that I use now and then is going to be representing him, and she called me the other day and asked me, you know, what she, what places that she might contact in Branson. Oh yeah. And I thought, well, I think Gino would go over in Branson. Oh, Don't Gino you? would definitely go over. I certainly in Branson. go. And you know, we are <laughs> we're come near over Branson. And we'll go oh, absolutely. She said yeah. he still looks good. Yeah, I I love to go to the shows in Branson. Talk about a beautiful guy back in the day. Oh, he was. Oh, yeah. That massive. I I had kind of forgot about him, but I shouldn't have. But no, I I just love music, and I I believe that music is a place where a lot of people can connect. That's been my life, and and what I do uh, constantly is hear something on the radio, especially from the 60s 70s 80s i i kind of 90s some of the 90s I, i'm not into the rap and the hip-hop but my mind immediately goes back to what i was doing at that where i was performing Absolutely. and who i was with yeah at that time oh yeah that's what i mean you know, and you can experience the smells the feeling you know i think that's why we like to go to concerts men like that men um, now even though some of these guys are a little burned out it's still fun to go because it takes you back to where you were with that boyfriend, that breakup, or where you were in school, or so you know. know speaking even of your that, parents. Yeah, you know, there's a famous groupie from Little Rock. Her name is Connie. They called her Sweet Sweet Connie, and there's a line in the song by the uh, American band. Sweet Sweet Connie was doing her act. She had the whole show, and it's a natural fact. She would. Her expertise was giving uh, the band or the band. Leader, a <laughs> now, <laughs> no, and she was a substitute a school teacher. Oh but Connie got around, and I <laughs> and said <laughs> Huey Lewis was really well. Uh, God had been good to him. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> I love what, Huey Lewis. I wonder what she thought when she saw that little <laughs> Bill had. <laughs> she probably thought, "Well, this might be easier." <laughs> Oh my goodness! Because it's rumored that uh, when the troopers did their book, yeah, there was something in there that Connie was at some function where he was speaking, and and they went in the stairwell. 
she, he went in the stairwell with her. Of course, he denied it. <laughs> yeah, well, but, sure he did. But, uh, you know, like I said, she was, yeah, she was a famous, famous I don't person. know why. I vaguely feel like I've heard of Connie. Right? Sweet, sweet Connie. Yeah, I really do. Um, Let me tell you, she got all the backstage passes she wanted. <laughs> oh, I bet she did. Oh, my goodness. God I bet her. she did. <laughs> Right. I don't know if she's still with us, if she's still in Little Rock. I have no idea what's become of her, but yeah. uh, she was very active for a very long time. That would time. be interesting to know. We'll have to find little out. Little school teacher had a little extracurricular activity. Well, she certainly did. Apparently. But I mean, she was famous, honestly. Oh, yeah. I just know I've heard of her. I'm going to I'm gonna have to like think about that a little well, more. Well, they actually interviewed her after the troopers did the book and oh yeah Senate, you know, they interviewed her about it she yeah. Said, oh yeah 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 the, about bill arkansas is a crazy place i tell you it's a small state i said if, if one person gets a venereal disease everybody goes to doctor <laughs> <laughs> we used to make jokes about Speaking arkansas <laughs> I've never had it. Let's let's make this clear. The word will be. I was just teasing. You know, that's my sense of humor. You know that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's a lot of people over 45 sense of humor. uh I don't know what it's going to be like in the future. I don't either. But at least we have each other. (laughs) Absolutely. We still have have people around us that, that get it. Exactly. So, when you meet somebody, do you want somebody like you or opposite of you? I mean, what makes a good relationship? I like a mix, actually. I think I have a lot of good, good attributes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm, I have a, I have a big heart. Exactly. Uh, I'm creative. I'm fun. I like to have fun. I love to laugh. I like adventure. I like to stay at home and be quiet. Right. Uh, I'm very hard-headed. There's a downside now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so on. I mean, I certainly have my, my downside. But I'd like I'd like all that in a man, what I just said, of the attributes I just named. I'd like all that in a man. I would. But, for example, do you like sports? Well, I was engaged to a guy that was, it was wall-to-wall ball. He liked golf. He liked tennis. Yeah. He liked football. Every sport imaginable. And I got so sick of it. That for the longest, I refused to watch a sports anything after I got rid of him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, they do. There's those that will burn you out. I've been burned out before. But I, I do like sports. sports and uh, I, I particularly, I, I won't go to or support uh, any more pro teams. Yeah. They've just because gotten rid of Because the disrespect so many of them have shown our country. And just the ripoff that goes on. I don't understand why the American public in general that go goo-goo don't have, find it offensive that they have to pay $10 for a beer or, you know, know. God knows what for, for seats and tickets. And it, it, it's, it, and all that is going into their pockets, yeah. the, the players and the, the well, owners. I, I and, know I went to a playoff game just a few weeks ago and a hot chocolate was very cold. Mm-hmm. Twelve bucks. What? Yeah. Well. Yeah. I'm not and, kidding I about mean, What's that great? Mine's uh, a lot better. Well, I I went to one of the Saints games and with a friend and uh, he I, he said, "Would you like to drink?" And I told him a beer. Yeah. I I love beer. Well, anyway, he came back and he said, "Now, not that it matters. I could care less." But right. He said. This beer was ten dollars. Yeah, I think that's high. And I said, "Well, that's uh, yeah." Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, dear. Anyway, uh, but I like college uh, football and uh, some, you know, some high school. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I, mean I love watching high school kids. They have all the heart. Uh, and I love uh, And they're doing basketball. it because they love the game. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And that is sweet. Not that I just go out to high school games just to be going there, but... High school and college, I like much better. Yeah, that's my that's my deal. And I like basketball better than football. Me too. And baseball is just far too hot out there, and it moves too it's slow hot for me. Just, I like yeah, a little more slow. action. It's like I I used to like to watch slow pitch better than baseball or fast pitch because they never hit the ball. In <laughs> slow pitch, they hit the ball almost every time. You know, it really helps me if I'm having sex with one of the players. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. You get, it. <laughs> you get into it a lot more because, you know, when they win. It makes a big difference. I, me, it yeah. does make a big difference. Yeah. So, But I've been around athletes all my life. So, you know, I, I go back and forth between hating it and loving uh -huh. it. Uh -huh. you know? But that. I'm like you. The pros I'm kind of done with. When you quit standing for the national anthem, you know, I'm 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 kind of done. I am. I'm done. You know, that's just ridiculous. How about the price of the ticket to the Super Bowl? How my about that? gosh, the cheapest one the day before was five thousand something. Oh yeah. my god. A, a ticket, a ticket, five thousand, the cheapest. You said. Yeah. I heard they go up to, well, to to the moon. Well, it's getting but, ridiculous. Now come on. Well, and listen, today on the news they said that Disneyland has raised their prices. Again. Is this a joke or is this true? No, that's oh, a joke. You're looking at me like your best. Yeah. No. $524 to take a family of four just to get in the game. That's wow. not any food, not any extras. You know, a lot of people can't afford that. Well, I mean, and the room prices are crazy. That's ridiculous. In Orlando. That's ridiculous. It is. It's, I think that's very disrespectful to families. I think and it the is too. a population that has supported them and made them what they are. And now they're going to I do too. price gouge them. And that's exactly what it is. It, it is, is price it's gouging. gouging. Yeah, it you is. Know? And how much money do some of these places and people need? Well, really, especially. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean how much money do, can you really spend in mm -hmm. one lifetime? Mm -hmm. So I, that's I, off I, the list for is, Valentine's. Oh, oh, yeah. It is off the, off the list. I went to Disney World and... Um, you're standing in lines. It was hot. Everything's extremely expensive. Oh, inside. just crazy. And you can go in these buildings that spe uh, that specialize in a, a foreign country. Yeah. And, well, I'd rather be there than stand there and look at it up on a big screen. I mean, I just wasn't impressed. Yeah. I was mildly. Maybe, maybe it's I haven't been for a while, but I, I, I was mildly impressed. But... I'm not really a theme park person. No, I'm not either. And really, I guess, when you go, when you take a kid, it's really for the kids. I would say that. that it um, would be great to watch it through the eyes and experience of a kid. Exactly. I could never take my kids because one of my kids can, cannot ride rides. So so that's kind of sad, but well, I went before I had kids. So, and I was mildly impressed, you know. We go to Silver Dollar City around here. Yeah, I haven't been, to, and I've never been. I, I, I have been. I, I, I love the. I do like the Hershners. I, they're really no, good. No, I like. I'm glad. I'm, I yeah, think it's a They're good to and, us. Uh, and they do a great job. They send us passes every year, so I like oh, well, them. There you go. Yeah. 
I, I want to pass. <laughs> I, I appreciate them. I would. I wanted and, to go out at Christmas time. Yeah, and they really give but back I, to the community. It's too high to get in there, but they do give back a lot to the community, and it's not near as as high as Six Flags or World's Fun or Disney. What is it to get in? About sixty bucks. Mm-hmm. But that's probably a season pass. So mm-hmm. It's really not. It's bad, but it's not terrible. Yeah. But like I said, I've paid for years, so mm-hmm. I I think the Hersons very much. Yeah, and, and I guess it's a great place to go walk around. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I, I like I'm a walker. I like to walk, and I like to have some variation. So mm-hmm. keep your interest. Be a good Valentine gift for someone, though. Mm-hmm. Season passes. There you go. Sure, there's an idea. What else is a good gift for you? I don't know. Is a dog a good gift? Sure. I mean, if you know if somebody wants a dog. Well, sure, a kitty. A That's dog. good. I've been thinking about getting a golden doodle. Yeah. I don't want one yet. I have to say that out loud. I don't want one for two more months because i got to do some traveling. So. Yeah, that's a, I don't want to end up with one Wednesday. That's an important issue, though. When you, you know, you I need somebody traveling. to walk with me because, you know. Those are sweet dogs. They are sweet and dogs, so and they're good. hypoallergenic. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. I'm still contemplating what a golden doodle is. It is a poodle crossed with a golden retriever. So they like the water. You know how much I love the water. So I can they're have a dog dogs. that can walk and swim with me. It's a dog really, then. They're, they're really Yes, tight. the golden yeah. doodle is a dog. Oh, I thought I had a golden doodle. Sorry. Never mind. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Oh, okay. Well, prove it. Prove it. <laughs> I kept calling them golden noodles for a while. One of my cousins, no, it's doodle. I said, I don't know why I'm saying that. You know, we have a craft plant here, and they actually have a golden noodle in front, a giant golden noodle in front of the craft plant where they make the macaroni and cheese. Uh, oh, okay, that kind of craft. <laughs> I get you. Yeah, so that's funny. But I, I think that would be a good idea. But mostly chocolate. I like flowers, too. Yeah, flowers and chocolate. Especially great. if they're in a vase I can keep. But really, the chocolate is the thing, you know? <laughs> you know no, don't give me too much. <laughs> well, you know, you know, really, it's it's hard to stop. Yeah, it is hard to stop. But, man, there used to be a place, a local place, called Love Bites. Uh-huh. And she sold out. But she did these chocolate truffles uh-huh. to die for. Oh, my. I love yeah. chocolate truffles. Yeah. They were very good. Oh, gosh, what about you? What would be a good present for you for Valentine's Day, Connor? Me? Uh, there's a company in Ontario that gives you a heart-shaped box with 12 different strains of cannabis in it and some <laughs> lotions and lube. I think it's 269 bucks. Great Valentine's gift. There you go. <laughs> Lordy. Oh, it's got, got edibles hat. in it, too. It's got like cho- yeah, chocolate and gummies and all kinds of edibles in there as well. So perfect. Yeah, that yeah. would be absolutely perfect for me. Is it? Does it come in a heart shaped box? Yes, it does. I forget oh. that this stuff is legal. It is. And, I mean, it, here it's, it's just medically thing. illegal, but they say we're going to we're on the list to become legal recreational. We do have our first cannabis shop. We're in on Campbell Street. I haven't been over there. Really? I didn't know that. I just got, I just, they started following me on Instagram for some reason, probably because 
I hang around here. Um, <laughs> it's my fault. It is your fault. I'm pretty yeah, sure that some fine. of your posts have kind of, you know, somehow got me on that list. But... Could be. Could be. I'm glad to know we have a place here. Yeah. So we know. have about 30, I think, dispensaries in this town. I think there's 100,000 people. So wow. There's, wow. Yeah, it's quite you guys are a bunch of potheads. Yeah, everybody's high all the time. Well, we've got we've kind of stepped up because it's not legal here yet, but the city's been friendly enough to know that solves a lot of issues. People with pain, people addicted to opiates, whatever. Our city council, we've been lucky enough that they've allowed the pot shops or the cannabis dispensaries to basically put their own governance in in place so that they test all the product and they call it the Nanaimo Cannabis Coalition. So they're even gone a step further than government has even gone. So I know that if you go down at a dispensary here, you're getting clean stuff. You're, you know, there's no chemicals, there's no additives, nothing. You know, and that is important. And that is what scares me about kids getting Mm -hmm. bad drugs. Mm-hmm. Bad pot, bad, you know. And but I want to step back. Does it really help with the opioid issue? I think it definitely. I mean, is. I know you've said that, but if I wasn't on cannabis, I would be having to take opiates. So that's there you true go. because of the cancer. Wow, well, there, yeah. yeah, yeah. So wow. that's a much better choice for me. Much better. Absolutely. But as far as addicted people, we don't really know yet. I mean, people that maybe don't have cancer, they've just gone through grandma's cabinet, got some opioids, now they're on heroin. We don't know if the legalization of cannabis somehow eliminates some of that addictive behavior. I think commonsensically in my mind, it would help. I think it would too. I I, I, I agree. I just, um, just we we really have a problem here, and yeah. well, um, I think it would that, be so worth it. We could use the tax yeah. money. Yeah, well, absolutely. You, you yeah. guys can would would see a lot of that cleaned up. As as a matter of fact, there's some European countries that have legalized all drugs and they regulate them. And the people that were once on the street and addictive have you know have become contributing members of society now they're holding down jobs you know so there's some really interesting concepts to around you know how governments should be possibly handling drugs that's yeah that's we need to talk about that well obviously we need to think of alternative ways to deal yeah. with this problem well, so far what, what we've is, done hasn't worked on hasn't worked no. yeah. no. so to the be open minded drugs is is not winnable. Yeah, I yeah. love it. I love Reagan, and and I like Nancy. But when she said, "Just say no," yeah, really, yeah. <laughs> yeah. really, it's a good idea. But it's a great idea. It just does not all great ideas work. It doesn't no. solve the problem. And no. she cared. It was a great, a great thing for her to take on. A great issue. We gave her something but to do. She needed do to go eat something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she really needed some cannabis so yeah, she'd get she hungry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There she you was go. emaciated. She was so yeah. yeah. So yeah, I guess we sort of come to the conclusion that at this age we like food and chocolate for romance. Yeah, pretty <laughs> exactly. much. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Chocolate and cannabis. <laughs> I think uh, I, I think we're in agreement there. And and all the good bath stuff. 
you know, oh, yeah, oil like and bath and stuff and right yeah, here. Yeah, oil yeah. and the massage thing. I mean, yeah, who can get enough massages? Oh, I know. I, I try to go at least once a week. I really, yeah, I really like the whole massage thing. It's very therapeutical, actually. Pardon I mean, me? Besides the fact that it feels great. Yeah. It's really very healthy. It is very good for you, yeah, to get that I get this blood lift, circulating. Uh, and... When I get my facelift, or nip and tuck is better than, it's really not a facelift. I'm going to go get immediately, a couple days after, get a massage. Well, it will help the healing process. I would hope so. Absolutely. This is an interesting one because they're not putting me under. I know. That kind of that kind of freaks me. No. I like to be put under. Put me under first it's, before you do anything is what I always tell it's them. It's not my first time to the circus. So, yeah. And I can tell you the more often you know this, that you go under, it becomes more dangerous. Yeah, that's true. So in that respect, I'm glad to try it this way. They're going to give me a couple value. <laughs> and... Yeah. Of course, dead that will areas, work. So yeah. I probably will go to sleep. And, and they have a lot of things they can give you now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Without putting you under. Yeah. You know, when I had that stone in my neck, they gave me fentanyl. Well, it didn't knock me out. You but know. you didn't care. I didn't care much. <laughs> no, but it didn't last very long because mm -hmm. that thing started hurting pretty quick. Mm -hmm. but. Bless your heart. Anyway, we digress. <laughs> <laughs> Are you there, Connor? Yes, I am. I'm just listening. Okay. I'm scared to say anything too much. I know you're scared. Well, when it comes to this this Me Too thing and everything, I, I think it's just better that I keep. Okay, well, let me ask you this: Are you going to quit dating? Uh, oh, I have, I have. If it happens, it happens. But uh, you know, well, I'm not going not out and just looking for it without no. you doing. I mean, I I think romance relationships cannot be passive. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't even give it much thought, actually. I'm, I'm happy just the I, way I am. Well, I, I think that a lot of people are feeling like you I, have. I'm feeling this way because I've been engaged eight times and married once. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly had my share. Uh, but, uh, well, it's partly probably, too, because of the emotional roller coaster I was on taking care of a mom. Right. I couldn't even think about or entertain the thought of a relationship. At right. Point. So I'm kind of out of that way of thinking. But there, are, it requires a lot of energy and effort, like you're just saying. Right. So, And it's fine if you come to that, that conclusion because of your life, whatever's going on in your life. But if it's because of the Me Too movement. Oh, it's, yeah. Well, mine's not. The then, no. That no, mine worries has me. Nothing, no, mine has nothing to do with that, really. It's, it's just, I, I honestly, I don't have the time to devote to a new relationship so it's not fair for the other person so i don't even bother looking really but i, I think there will be a lot of men that will be hesitant absolutely and ask a person out on a date especially yeah. at work uh, well i mean i even see the way my yeah. 21 year old the way he approaches dating it is very very passive and i'm like this isn't going to happen if you don't you know uh -huh. you know i happen to know a girl he likes he keeps showing up and just waiting on her mm -hmm. because he's kind of afraid mm -hmm. to be misconstrued, I guess is what you might say. Well, that's a that's a hard time. It's sad. It, it's it's sad because we sure time. had a hell of a lot of fun at that point. Yeah. Flirting and yeah. being ridiculous. And, it's still fun to flirt. You know. <laughs> I, flirt I hate to see fun. kids give that up. I don't yeah. think. I don't think they will. Uh, like any little fad or trend. You know, the Hollywood will get tired of this. 
And once they do, it'll yeah. be a while. Yeah. But, but once they do, then it won't. The media won't make it worthy of any other. I mean, they don't even mention me and Paula Jones and Kathleen Willey and Juanita Broderick in, uh, in reference to this Me Too movement. You no, would think that don't. these women, the first woman that came out about Harvey Weinstein, she's the first one and only. That's oh, they just brutalized her. Did you see? She got picked up for cocaine being in a coat. She didn't. She had left a coat on a plane. Rose McGowan. Yeah, I hadn't heard. She that. had left a coat on the plane last January. Mm-hmm. Well, suddenly, and what was it? About October, Connor. Yeah. They yeah, picked her right. up because there was cocaine in the pocket of that coat oh. that she didn't even have in her possession. Right. Right. Interesting. <laughs> now, do you think that was an accident? No, of course not. That, you know, I can relate to things like that. Absolutely. Not, not I'm, I'm no, sure. I mean, and I don't but believe it was hers. I, I don't up. know. Setups. But, yeah, the setups. I mean, that's scary because it's very hard to defend yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, very hard. I was so grateful that I hadn't really participated in or done anything illegal or participated in orgies or group sex. When I say that, I mean, I, I would do it if I have the right to do it if I feel like it. Right. But I just so happened to have not. Right. Or the media, they went back to my to friends from elementary school. They were calling and wanting to say, well, was she uh, sexually active early or was she, in, uh, <laughs> you know, overly interested wow. in sex as a as a uh, 10 year old? And because they would call me, my friends would call and tell me. And oh this gosh. one girl said, I said, she wasn't any more interested in it than any of the rest of us. You know, yeah. it was just we were all ha- in that time. Right. That we were interested to whatever extent. Yeah. He was trying to. However put, kids are. They were yeah. trying to put words in her mouth. Yeah. Uh, so. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm real familiar with the little setup program. Bless her heart. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to mention the fact that they have taken Donald Trump Jr.'s wife to the hospital. She oh. opened a letter that had white powder in it. Oh, wow. Uh, we got to hope and pray somebody did not send something horrible to their um, apartment. That just happened? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, I hate this So. I can tell you when I had my club in New Orleans, a package came one day and my husband was married at the time, took it and put it in the dumpster and called the police. We wouldn't accept packages. Oh, yeah. So I was in that place. I was afraid. Oh, yeah. Come to find out it was from a friend who was just sending me a little gift and welcoming me to town and just sweet. Uh, but I didn't. We didn't know that, and we couldn't tell you from the packaging. We couldn't tell from the packaging who it was from. Right. Uh, so it scared. It scared. Well, us. and in this climate, it wouldn't surprise me. Well, so they did. They just take her to the hospital as a precaution. I believe so. I don't. It's so new. I don't even know. Okay. Wow. So, uh, whatever. It was certainly intended to scare her. Mm-hmm. Let's hope that's it. Let's yeah, hope it's talk about her or something. Yeah, Let's hope do. it's not anthrax. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely yeah. agree there. Yeah, and we don't always agree, but life's a journey, and we're all in this together. Remember, do not become anybody's victim. Hashtag nobody's victim. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming. My pleasure.
Jennifer and Godspeed, Connor, and Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Jennifer, you have to come back and visit us sometimes. Again. Thank you. Thank you. I certainly will. I've enjoyed it, guys. Thanks again. Oh, we have to. And a pleasure to be here with you. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everyone. Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the right left chronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins.